Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Interest rates, specifically rates on treasury bills and bank accounts, have been in the financial news lately and with good reason. Rates have been rising to levels not seen in about 20 years, and they can have a substantial impact on savers and stock market investors. It is important that both understand what is going on we will attempt to provide an explanation. First, some background. Interest is an important part of business and personal financial life. Most businesses, who happen to be employers also, cannot operate without borrowing money to finance operations. Most people cannot buy a car, a house, or attend college without borrowing. The compensation for lenders is interest income. And the cost for borrowers is interest expense. World economies cannot operate without debt and its related interest. The United States government is no exception. It, too, cannot operate without borrowing and paying interest. For individual investors, loaning money to the U.S. government is currently a high-yielding investment, and it is safe. The safest and most secure way to loan money to the government is through United States Treasury bills. When you invest in a Treasury bill, you are loaning money to the U.S. government for a period of time that you select. It can be four weeks, eight weeks, 13, 17, 26, or 52 weeks. In other words, these are short-term investments and a borrower's ability to repay a short-term loan is very predictable, especially when the borrower is the United States government. The U.S. government has never failed to pay interest or principal on its debt. These factors make Treasury bills a very safe investment, despite the recent downgrade in the U.S. credit rating to AA+. by Moody's Investment Service. This is a high-quality credit rating. Treasury bills pay interest rates ranging from 5 to 5.5%. Just two years ago, Treasury bills paid about 0.2%. That is nearly zero. Another investment consideration, interest income paid by the federal government cannot be taxed by state governments. That increases the effective yield. Now let's address some questions. When should I invest in treasuries? My answer, immediately, if not sooner. Lock in these high rates of return as soon as you can. Of course, there's concern. Will interest rates go higher and then I lose out on the higher rate? Well, the answer is it depends. It depends on how long the Federal Reserve expects inflation to persist. The Fed's goal is to bring down inflation to a target rate of 2%. Currently, the rate is more than 3%. The Fed considers economic data as it influences interest rates And economic factors constantly change. When the unemployment rate was recently calculated, 
it was lower than expected. This is good news for workers and those looking for jobs, but it was actually viewed as bad news for inflation. With less people unemployed and being paid, a tick up in inflation was expected. This could cause the Fed to again raise rates. On the other hand, there are other factors that could cause the Fed to lower rates. One is a recession. If the U.S. economy slows down and falls into a recession, the Fed typically lowers interest rates to stimulate the economy. How likely is the economy to fall into a recession? The most reliable predictor of a coming recession, historically, has been the yield curve. Simply stated, when short-term interest rates are higher than long-term rates, the yield curve is said to be inverted. It is not normal. And with rare exceptions, this has been an accurate predictor of a recession or a coming recession. The yield curve has been inverted for more than a year at this point. The best person to provide some indication of the direction of interest rates is Jerome Powell, chair of the Federal Reserve. In his recent speeches, Mr. Powell commented on interest rates, but he did not give solid clues as to where they are going. In fairness to Mr. Powell, he could not be specific, as economic data is constantly changing. He suggested that rates could stay high for the foreseeable future. There's another factor that could influence rates to, on the other hand, go lower. It is the fact that high interest rates on treasuries has caused bank depositors to withdraw substantial sums and invest in treasuries. If this trend continues in substantial amounts, it can impact many banks' ability to repay depositors. In other words, it can impact their liquidity. To protect the banking system, this situation can cause the Fed to lower rates. The bottom line is that the direction of interest rates can be difficult to predict and investors are likely best served by not waiting too long to buy treasuries. Locking in high interest rates, the current high interest rates on treasuries and CDs, bank CDs, is a reasonable action at this point. Remember, you can invest in treasuries by opening an account with the U.S. government at treasurydirect.gov. There are no fees, and the minimum investment is $100. In my opinion, every investor should have a Treasury Direct account, and they should buy treasuries before investing in stock. That gives them a cautious base to build their investments in stock upon. Now let's discuss bank accounts and certificates of deposit. Many banks have increased the rates they pay on day-to-day -day savings accounts. For example, Synchrony Bank is currently paying 4.5% on what it calls a high-yield account, and this money is available to be withdrawn at any time. Other banks have also increased their rates. And as I said, you can withdraw the money at any time without penalty. These accounts are excellent for holding emergency funds. About two years ago, they paid about 0.2% interest. Once again, that is nearly zero. Many accounts, including Synchrony, can be opened online. Many bank certificates of deposit pay about 5.5% with terms up to 16 months. These accounts are worth considering. You'll be locking in what is now a high rate of return and get the FDIC insurance on the bank account. One thing to remember, interest paid by banks is subject to state income taxes. In my view, emergency funds and Treasury Direct accounts can be a central part of a personal financial plan.
this is a good time to build that plan. Now let's talk about the impact of interest rates on stock investments. As we indicated earlier, borrowing and paying interest is a basic and normal part of most business operations. Increasing interest costs can discourage investments in new equipment, and if new equipment is acquired with debt, costs are increased. Both can have a negative impact on earnings and therefore stock prices. Also, when interest rates rise, many investors refrain or reduce their stock investments, and instead, they buy treasuries. This can cause stock prices to decline. Some recent market losses have been attributed to rising interest rates. Historically, stock investments, on average, have been the highest paying investments. For this reason, they should be considered. But remember, they are riskier than treasuries. You can lose money by investing in stock. Of course, you can have great gains also. The stock market can be volatile, subject to swings both up and down. It does, however, offer, as we said, great opportunities. It allows the individual investor to effectively become partners with some of the top business people and investors, such as Warren Buffett and many others. There are also cautious approaches to stock investing, such as buying stock in innovative companies that have a history of increasing dividends. We will discuss such comp companies in future podcasts. With all of this in mind, let's sum up what should the individual investor do at this time? As we have said many times, the emergency fund is a critical financial tool. Too few Americans don't have them. This is the ideal time to start or add to your emergency fund. The high rate of interest effectively means you don't have to put as much money into it. The current high rates paid by treasuries and bank CDs should also be locked in. For many years, bank accounts paid nearly no interest, and the cautious saver actually lost money on savings due to inflation. We are in the midst of a real opportunity that can benefit even the small and cautious investor. I suggest having both Treasury Direct and bank accounts with greater amounts in the Treasury due to the state income tax advantage. And while we live in a difficult time, we also live in a time of great opportunity and that presents great opportunities for companies to develop new innovative products that actually change people's lives. And as they change people's life, they also change their finances. Tune in again to consider future financial actions. Till then, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.